announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outsider Show. Congratulations. You played yourself. People try to kill Lucha. I'm Leo. That's no, no, that's Mario. I'm, I'm gonna try it. I am the heel, the seal, the deal, the villain, the stage chilling, the anti-hero, the IWC, your boy, Mr. Rated R. And our third man on the broadcast team. He's the man that single-handedly killed the Ring of Honor, not Lucha. So it was, <laughs> he is it the announcer of the L O C. He is a straight shooter on twitter and when it comes to wrestling he has a radar from the me streets of li oh my goodness ah dude not what i expected to uh open the show good morning today yeah man um i'm kind of you could tell by the tone of my voice that i'm just not feeling it bro i'm not feeling it man i'm I'm, I'm not in a good mood i'm in a pretty right mood if you saw the tweet that I put out, you know exactly why we're a little somber right now. Fucking. All right. Uh, what's ha- all, what's happening now? None of your business, Twitter. Sorry. Okay. Let's uh, <laughs> let's welcome Leo back. Leo, how are you, man? Uh, I, I was well up until yesterday, but we're, we're, we're okay now. Um, Ryan, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah. Besides the obvious, uh, can't complain. I don't even have to ask how you're doing, because I know. All right, before I get started, I still got to do my gimmick. I got to wake up. I got to, you know, get this energy to, I guess, like, I don't know, lose it. I don't know, but hashtag, it's rebel time. Oh, man. I wish I could say that this rebel tastes really, really good right now, but... It does have a, a very luxurious taste, but I'm just I'm in the Ryan mood. I'm in a bad mood, guys. Yeah, we are. Late last night, okay. It's been a very slow week in wrestling, okay. So you should guys should be very fortunate and feel very lucky that we're still going to do an episode today on a Saturday morning, afternoon, Jace, however you want to put it. But last night I did a post on Triple Mania, okay. Uh, we got a big main event happening tonight. For the vacant mega championship, we'll have um, El Hijo de Vikingo, Bandito, oh, Jay Lethal, Bobby Fish. You said it right. Good. And um, Samurai Del Sol. Okay. Uh, they're going to be competing in a fatal five way for this vacant championship. All right. Now, there's a backstory to it. There's a lot of been, tw- there's been a lot of twists and turns for Triple Mania, for Triple A, for the Booker, Conan. Okay. And Conan 
his uh his mo his logic when it comes to wrestling is like all these companies should be working together and he's been very vocal about this even before aw was even a thing okay so with the help of tony khan with a, a little help of ring of honor and also uh with the help of gcw they made this main event happen. Originally, the, the original idea for this vacant mega championship was going to be all of Kenny Omega's former opponents, challengers for this mega championship were going to face off in a fatal four-way. That didn't happen. So they called an audible and they brought all these, I guess, like the the United Nations of all these different talents. They got put together for this fatal five-way, right? It's a great look for fans. It's a great match for fans. I, you know, there's a lot of excitement for this show, specifically for this main event. And shout out to Sports Illustrated because they're they're the ones that that, that did this report and, and that that uh, reported on this story. Okay, I thought it was a great article. I thought it was a great post. So I posted it on Lucha Outsiders. It went through Facebook because our Facebook is linked to our Instagram. Obvious. Five minutes later, I go back on IG and it logged me out. So I'm like, okay, that's weird. I'm thinking like hashtag blame Leo. Maybe Leo changed uh, the password of again. Co- that's of course, what I thought. of course. And, and that and that would have been the best scenario. Yes. If yes. Leo did change the password, it's maybe Leo weird. forgot the password. Maybe he was doing something. Maybe I don't know because Leo does Leo things, and that would have been the best scenario. <laughs> Leo things. <laughs> okay, that would have been the best scenario. But no. So I log on back onto Lucha. And it takes me to this different part of, of the of Instagram that I've never even seen before, saying, type in your number. So I type in my number. It sent me a code. I typed in the code. Then it gives me this message. It gives me a message saying, your page is under review. Yeah. Um, you are, uh, as long as we can prove that it's you, right, that, that runs this and that owns Lucha or however you want to call it, um, you're able to plead uh, for your page to, you know, I guess to, be activated or not disabled anymore. Mm-hmm. So Instagram, you could go fuck yourself. I, I just this happens. The crazy part about it is, this happened two years ago, around this same time. It happened for no apparent reason. Instagram decided to de- deactivate, disable our page for no reason. So it's just what the fuck. All this work that we put in that page. Okay, with our content, with our podcasts, with our shows, everything, everything that we do. We don't promote hate on our shit. We don't. We might have strong opinions, but we never belittle talent. We never do none of that. Okay, we don't don't post. We don't post videos from other people's productions. (laughs) We don't do that either. (laughs) We don't do that because we'll we'll get flagged. Then you have. Specifically, just in, in IG, you have all these other pages that promote sex and promote racism and promote so much negative shit on there, right? Their pages don't get taken down. If we're going to talk about the wrestling community, there's a lot of people in the wrestling community that I don't like. Because what you're putting out there is garbage, okay? I don't give a shit about your little fan base. You promote negative. You're calling people end bombs or calling them other shit. Like, you promote hate. You guys promote that you guys promote that shit and your pages don't get taken down yet our page okay that i think we've built a pretty good following with some majority of the fan base there's a couple peckerheads in there but regardless <laughs> we've built a good rapport when it comes to certain people in the wrestling community the ones that we like right kind of going back to what dream match said a, a, a couple weeks ago i will support and i will 
promote anyone I like. If I don't like you, I just ignore you. That's what a normal people, a normal person does, right? Yeah. If you don't like someone, why talk about them? Why ignore them, right? But no, Instagram decides to fuck us again. I'm just really, I'm just in a bad mood, as you can tell. I, I don't know what's going to happen here. I don't know if we're going to get this page back. So for the time being, just make sure you follow us on Facebook. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Um, and just stay tuned. Maybe we'll get the page back. If not, I don't know when we're going to bring an IG. There will be another IG page. I just don't know when it will happen. If that is the case, I'm hoping that's not the case. I'm hoping we can get this page back. But Instagram decided to fuck us for no apparent reason. Fuck Instagram, man. For the second time this week, right? Because they took down the Royal Ramble last week. And now yes. this week, they're fucking with us, man. For no apparent reason, this shit pisses me off. Because it's like, Instagram's like a second job for, for you, yeah. for Brian. And I mean, you put a lot of work. You put a, a lot of hard work into that. You built up a good following on there. And then it turns out to be all for nothing over something that is unexplainable, you know? It's like they give you no rhyme or reason why they do these things. And like you said, there's plenty of accounts on there that promote other worse shit. <laughs> okay, I mean, look at the guy that took down Seth Rollins. We were talking about that last yeah, week. Fuck that guy. He's posting all he's posting his explanation video of why he did it and all the stuff. He I I believe he's still an active Instagram user. So how come we're not? But that's cool. But that's cool. Oh, that's right? fine. That's right. Cool. Right. That's fine. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff, too. I try and avoid all that crap. But like you said, a lot of things that promote, promote racism and things like that. I'm sure they're all still out there on Instagram. I'm sure they're still active and they don't get taken down. It makes Dude, no there's sense, so man. many. There's so many like wrestling in the wrestling community. There's so many podcasters, um, content creators that that are popular, but they're garbage. Because they don't promote anything good. Right. And and I don't mean good when it comes to, like, oh, their content is just sucks. No, I'm talking about, like, they just promote negative shit and, and they talk crazy and shit like that. Right, right. And, and and their pages do not get taken down at all. But, but it, it goes back to, to what we always talk about off the air, too, right? Like, unfortunately, a lot of these pages, like, they know what they're doing. Like, there's a lot of these pages that... that have money that they pump into is to to kind of make it seem like they have all these followers this is something that mario has grown on his own uh and we always give you the credit for we have never bought any one of those followers we have never bought any one of those subscribers we have never bought any one of our listeners and and again we do it in the right way in the sense that we're not going to push anything that we don't believe in and and for all the other stuff that's out there like sometimes I get, me personally, I just look back and I'm like, how are they still up? You know what I mean? Like how, Maybe. like how do they get away with all this shit? Is what I well, always think. First, for starters, uh, I, I don't know from from an Instagram or like from a social media point of view, but I guess from their their fan base, they I guess certain of those um, content creators or podcasters or whatever it is, right? They focus on a certain demographic or a certain group of people, right? So yeah. that's why they have a popularity the way they do. But at the same time, it's like, I don't care who you promote. Like, listen, we're, we're all, all, all inclusive here. We, we, whoever watches us, whoever listens to us, whatever, if you support Lucha outside, you support it. I don't, I don't care if you, what race, what, 
you know, uh, what sex, none of that stuff. Like, it doesn't matter to me. If you're cool, you're cool. Like, yeah. support us, right? Then there's other people that just focus on a certain demographic or, or et cetera, which if you're doing it in a good light, that's cool. That's clean. But if you're doing it in a hateful way where you're just building yourself up or building a certain demographic up and then you're putting to shit everyone else, to me, that that's that's garbage. Your content's garbage. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like I said, dude, it's really, really just uh, just frustrating. But I mean, the only thing we can really do is remain optimistic, optimistic. Let's hope we get it back uh, somehow, some way. I mean, listen, like to disable an entire account that's been around for a while now with a big following and a lot of posts, right? To disable it over one post is kind of ridiculous. If we're oh, being, if, if we're being punished. Or like suspended for the, for twenty four hours, just say that's fine. But I mean, to disable it for for good, I mean that's ridiculous, bro. Like Instagram should change, should do that. Like instead of like if they think something is offensive or whatever, um, you know, disable it for like a certain amount of time and then bring it back. And then if they see that another post is, is similar, you di you disable it for you know a longer period of time. But don't don't get rid of it forever, man. I mean, come on. Listen, Ryan. When I think of offensive, I think of that fatal five-way triple A match. Oh, when man, I think yeah. of offensive, that's offensive. Yeah, Mario, man. I can't believe I can't believe your sick, twisted mind would think the way it did, man. I mean, holy shit! I mean, the fatal five-way. Come on, bro. Be better. You got to be better than that. Oh man, I am so. I, I'm glad that I could kind of laugh about it right now because, like, like five minutes ago, I was fuming right now. Like, oh. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't know. And, and for the people that are listening to us, you know, the the friends of the show, um, the pecker heads that listen to us, like I, I don't like I said, if the page comes back, the page comes back. If yeah, you'll it know about it if it comes back, but if not, I mean, uh, yeah. we'll just be on the lookout. Um, I guess we're gonna have to start from scratch. You know, Seth Rollins oh. once said, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, rebuild, redesign, rebuild, redesign, rebuild, uh, reclaim. Um. You know, I, I it's I don't want it to get to that point. I really don't. But at the same time, it, you know, we 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 gotta keep we gotta keep on rolling with the punches. You know, we we have the show, we have the podcast. Um, you know, we we put so much content out there. Uh, unfortunately, it, it sucks, and it's gonna be very depressing starting from from. The bottom. No, 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 but... Stop! Stop! Stop saying that. Just stop saying <laughs> it. It's too depressing. Let's hope we get the Instagram back. Don't. Don't. I don't want to think. I mean, listen. I don't even control the page, and I don't even want to think about starting from scratch. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh. Oh, all right, bro. Let's uh, let's move on. Let's uh, I guess let's try to. Let's try to that easy. You know what's the worst part about this too? This is our two hundred episode of Lucha Outsider Show, right? I mean, we have done more episodes. It's been more than 200 episodes that we've done in audio form. But this is like the big 200th episode of the flagship show, if you will, right? right and right. what a way to fucking start the show. How depressing is this? I know, man. We should be celebrating 200 episodes. And here we are. Uh, <laughs> just pissed off, man. It's almost like Instagram knew. Like, oh, 200 episodes is tomorrow. Let's dampen yeah. the mood. Yeah, let's fuck them. All right. Let's... um. You know, not much has happened this week. I'm going to try to um, kind of stretch this out. And I kind of have a couple ideas if, if, you know, what we could talk about the end, um, you know, the end of the, this episode. But 
We already talked about the Instagram stuff. Let's talk about something that didn't make the headlines or whatever. Um, the AEW haters are all over this. Um, that's um, it, it was reported, and actually, Big Swell put it put it on her Twitter that Big Swell and AEW parted ways. Um, a lot of people, a lot of the AEW haters, you know, the WWE uh, blowtorches, the defenders, uh, the ones that just crap on AEW and everything they do. They want to like, you see, what a waste of talent. Uh, they ain't use it right. Oh, she's probably gonna go to WWE or whatever. That is not the case here, okay? They left on good terms or whatever. And I think if just based on uh, what's being reported, and I had a guess as well, I, I think part of the reason why Big Swole is kind of taking a step back here is because she deals with Chrome disease. Um, this is something that she's been dealing with for a very long time now, and she's been very vocal about it. Um, she didn't go on her Twitter and bash AEW or anything like that. Uh, apparently, they... You know, both sides left on good terms or whatever. I, I don't see her popping up in WWE. I'll be I'll be shocked that she pops up in an indie at some point. I think she's going to take a break from wrestling, and and if because of her Chrome disease, I, I think this is her best bet. Um, she's been struggling. I think she had, the last time she even wrestled was back in September, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's what was reported. So this is not a situation where, um, this is going to be like the first uh person that's going to turn over and go to WWE or anything like that. I don't think that is the case. Yeah, uh, listen, this is like, I think we're at the two-year mark now from, you know, when AEW started and they started giving out contracts to talent. And, uh, you know, the, the ones that signed multi-year deals, you know, um, it looks like that time has come where, where, where that deal is going to be up. And, again, with the how bloated the roster is and they just keep adding more and more people, you know, unfortunately – they're going to have to choose not to renew certain talent who they're not really using or that's kind of like in the background, not really doing anything. And this was the start of it. Um, Big Swole never really amounted to anything. You know, she was really dealing with those issues for pretty much her entire run, um, you know, taking breaks here and there, but never did anything of relevance. And, uh, you know, again, it's just it's, it's an unfortunate thing, but there's a difference between just – signing somebody to a contract and then releasing them from their contract, you know, a few it's months into the contract. Right. It's not the same thing. They parted I mean, ways yeah. mutually, right? It wasn't, and, and her contract was about to be up or whatever. So we don't even know if Tony was like, hey, um, I do want to resign you or something like that, but what what's going on with you? This could have all been yeah, a big world decision. We don't know that. This is right, not the right. same thing as – WWE releasing a shit ton of talent in just one year, not including the other talent they released last year and the year before that. Not the same thing here. Right. I mean, listen, they sign a contract, right? They sign, just say, they everybody signs a different contract, different terms, different amounts of money, I would assume, and different amount of years. So the ones that sign two-year deals, for example, like Big Swole, you know, you're signing that. For two years, you're not signing that to There's no guarantee that it's going to be renewed. So it's like once you sign a contract, you sign it for the terms of whatever, you know, how many right. years or whatever. There's no guarantee you're going to be going beyond that. So, again, she's not going to be the only one here. I'm waiting for more that are potentially going to be, yeah, um, you know, me too. let me too. go, I should say, or not, you know, not uh, brought back would be probably uh, the better choice of words. Um, you know, just because they can't keep everybody. And listen, AEW ain't the only wrestling promotion around, man. Uh, if Big Swole wants to continue wrestling, you know, I think she'd be good in an Impact, all right, or an NWA. I mean, there's a lot of great things going on with women's wrestling elsewhere. And then who knows? Maybe the door's open for her to return to AEW someday. But right now, 
Um, you know, I, I feel like she also realized that she's kind of in, in the background and the shadows of, you know, all these other women. And, you know, it, it's just, uh, like I said, she wasn't really a huge asset. It's not a huge loss. You know, like I said, no offense to her, but, um, you know, it, unfortunately, like I said, they're not going to be able to keep everybody. And also, and also if we're gonna if we're gonna you know point out the obvious too aw their women's division is getting there like that's something that has been an ongoing struggle like we're not gonna also ignore that or whatever um could have big swole been used as a, at a better light yeah but at the same time she's also dealing with chrome disease so that also plays a factor as well so we can't just say like oh she was misused etc cetera, etc cetera. we can't say that i think her peak in aew was her feud with Britt baker um, when they had like that, um, th their version of a kind of like a theatrical type match, um, God, I, I believe. About that. <laughs> yeah, that was a while ago where it started like in the dentist chair type thing yeah. or whatever. I think, I think um, that was one of her peaks in her in her AEW run. I like Big Swole. I remember seeing Big Swole uh, um, during Shine. Uh, yeah, Shine was it? Yeah, Shine Women's Wrestling. They used to do double headers of all over in Queens. I used to see her all the time there. So she's a very talented performer. And th at that, at this time, I didn't even know she was dealing with Crohn's disease or whatever. I didn't know this was a thing in her life. So I feel like her not being an AEW no more, it's more on a health aspect. And this is just me guessing here than anything else. I do agree with you. I think she would be a great get for impact if she decides to continue wrestling, like on a full-time basis or just, you know, go back into it. But I feel, I honestly think that she's going to take a break from wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Listen, Crohn's ain't 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 no joke, man. It's uh, it's a serious, serious illness, and I can't even imagine. You know, I know people that suffer from it as as well, and I couldn't even imagine what it has to be like. You know, to try and focus on being a full time professional wrestler while dealing with the, these issues. So, um, I hope the best for her. I hope she uh, gets better. I'm not really too sure about like I'm not like you know a doctor here, so I don't know if like Crohn's right, is right. really curable. I don't know if it's something. You know, I have no clue. Um, but listen, let's hope she gets better. And, um, you know, if she wants to remain in wrestling, there's always going to be a spot for somebody like her. All right. Another thing that, that was very, very trending, uh, this week on AEW and that's Cody Rhodes and Andrade in this, uh, street fight in Atlanta. <laughs> listen, the match was good. Okay. The match was good, but, um, I want to say this carefully before, uh, some of the pecker heads start, you know, chomping at the bit and just goes like, <laughs> you know, you know how they get, Ryan. We I talked about that. I, I, I think a lot of pissed them off on uh, Twitter after, after. And it, you know too. what? Fuck the pecker heads. All right. So I, I want to just say, I appreciate both guys for putting their bodies on the line and doing some of the things they did in this match. Okay. I appreciate them. I respect them. I still don't understand the Cody hate. We talked about this last week. Um, I like Cody a lot. Okay. Now, this flaming table spot, we've seen it before. This is not nothing new. We've seen it in GCW. We've seen it in ECW back in the day. We've seen it in different promotions, okay? I just feel I didn't need this for me, okay? One, this is not a blood feud. It's not like this is an ending of this big, crazy feud, okay? It wasn't, it's not a blood feud. Two, it's not like there was any high stakes for this match. Three, it wasn't even on pay-per-view. So I just feel like the spot was really unnecessary. Do I respect both guys for doing it? Absolutely. Okay? 
Um, I, I just didn't need it for my personal preference. I really didn't need it. Now, for those pecker heads that are going to be like, man, wait, you starting ECW? Are you starting ECW? You ain't anything. That's their thing. That's the difference. That is their thing. That's what they do. They don't do it in every match, but it's more common than not that that's what they do. It makes when there's a the, the, when there's a reason behind it, it kind of makes sense. In this case, it's not even a blood feud. It's not a pay per view. There's no high stakes. So what's the the for my opinion w- was the spot even necessary? It wasn't, and they both bust their ass in the match. Um, I don't know if this is more of a Cody call to try to kind of win the crowd over a little bit. I don't know if that if that's the case. Uh, I just didn't need the spot. I respect for both guys for doing it. I just didn't need it. Uh, Ryan, take it away. Yeah, see, like, um, I, I understand totally what you're saying. Um, you know, was it necessary? You know, we, we probably could have done without it, right? But I, I don't necessarily hate the spot being done because it's something exciting. It's something different. Um, you know, I always, in, you know, selfishly, you know, I, I, I always hope it, I always pray that the performers are okay. But selfishly, right, I too. love seeing. That was I, my love main. I, was seeing... Like, I hope they're all right. That's all I cared about. I hope right, they're all but, right. And did you see Cody's back? <laughs> oh, I saw his back. It, listen, I like, I enjoy seeing spots like this, like crazy shit. Like, I really do. Like, I'm sick in the head, I guess you could say. I don't know. But my problem with it was that the spot itself visually did not look good. So, like, it, it that's my terrifying. That's, that's my big like. thing. If you're going to do a spot like this and involves a flaming table, for example, you need to make sure that spot looks good. So the table should have been further away from both of these guys, and Andrade should have took the entire bump through the fire instead of Cody. And that's obviously the opposite of what happened. Okay, so like the people that I got people saying to me on on Twitter, well, Andrade's face, um, like you know, um, hit into it or whatever. I mean, all right, if you want to roll with that, then that's fine. But, like, to me, I'm just kind of like, well, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like, no, just no. Like, I don't even know what I want to say here, but no. Okay, his entire body should have gone into it. He was the one that should have been on fire instead of Cody. But, like you said, if this was some desperate attempt by Cody to try to win the fans back, again, that's fine. He did not need to be the one on fire. He did not need to be the one to take the bump. Just them doing the, the, the spot alone would have, you know, or should have made people appreciate Cody even more for even, you know, going through that. Both guys, like I said, kudos to them for putting their bodies on the line like the way they did. They busted their ass. The main event, while I thought it was all over the place, it was a big clusterfuck. Um, it was entertaining. And, you know, like I it said, two, both was. guys both really their busted ass. their ass. Yeah. But... Like I said, I'm not a fan of doing these type of spots if it don't look good. And this just did not look good at all. Like, it just didn't, okay? I mean, Cody took the entire bump. He's on fire, and he's pinning the guy for the win. Shouldn't it be the other way around? Cody's on fire. You know, Andrade, you know, he, he gets a little, uh, you know, burned, I guess, in the face from his face going into the fire, right? But shouldn't he have gotten back up and pinned Cody, who's on fire, who went through the table? You know what I'm saying? Like, it made no sense for Cody to be the one to get the win. So that was my problem with it. Um, but hey, like I said, kudos to them uh, for doing the spot. But like I said, if you're going to do it in the future, make it look good, you know? And I feel selfish saying that, but it just does, it just did not look good. Hey, <laughs> you could do it better. 
Yeah, well, listen, I, I, I got that on Instagram. I, I said the spot didn't look good. Somebody's like, oh, it didn't look bad. Uh, I love how... It didn't look good, and it didn't look bad. I love how when someone has an opinion, like, we both have different opinions or whatever, but we both start off by saying, like, we respect both guys for putting their bodies on the line for doing the crazy shit like that, but I didn't like this for X, Y, and Z. And you guys are just hating. I'm telling you, I'm happy both guys are okay. Right, right. Listen, man, those are those good old famous peckerheads for you, you know? Ah, uh, yeah. Speaking of, um... Nah, it's not really speaking of peckerheads. Well, you know what? We, we could kind of relate this to peckerheads. So, I want to say like a week or two ago, I'm sure you saw this, but there were some non-reliable sources, okay? Some of the, you know, like the Brad Shepherds of the world, the ringside muse of the wor world, they were reporting... Uh, it was a big thing, and I even got a message from someone um, saying, like, oh, my God, I, I hope Andrade and Charlotte aren't bro broken up. I'm like, no, listen, I'm not reading too – I'm like, I'm not reading too much into that. Like, I I'm not. Whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. they're human. Uh, they're humans, you know. Yeah, we see them as wrestlers, but, you know, they're human at the end of the day. Whatever their business is, their business. I, you know, I'm just not reading into it. But it's it starting to come out the last uh, 24 hours that the, the rumor is true that Andrade and Charlotte are broken up. It's important. I like them as a couple. Um, I don't know what's the deal there. I'm sure we probably ain't going to know anytime soon. Um, but who knows? Listen, the, the, the way I look at it is if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Sometimes relationships take breaks. I hope for their sake, if, if all parties are cool with each other, I hope that somewhere down the line they could kind of reunite again because I do like them as a couple. But if not, you know, uh, you know, I uh, wish both the best. You know, does that make sense? <laughs> Yeah, listen, uh, I don't want to uh, sound like a douche, but I just really could care less. <laughs> <laughs> That's clean. That's clean. That's yeah, clean. That's uh, clean. That's clean. I, I, I never like both of them. That's why. I like them both. <laughs> nah, me too. Listen, then they seem happy together. But, you know, well, shit happens, man, it's, especially with celebrity couples. None of right. these celebrity couples ever last, man. They could look like they're deeply in love and Instagram and God almighty, man, the, the amount of posts Charlie posted of him all the time and going on podcasts, gloating about him or lighting up every single time she <laughs> mentioned his name. And then all of a sudden, boom, they're done. It's like, well, then was that really like true love? Like, I don't understand. I wonder, you know, so I don't want to put like, I want to be the love doctor here, but come right. on. I, I don't want to, I don't want to put bad juju into it, but like, I hope it's not like nothing like a, a the Rio page situation. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, no. I, I listen, no, no, no. I, I don't want to, like, I hope that, you know, and, and pray that it never ends up being, like, all physical or whatever. But um, <laughs> as far as them two just not dating anymore, I mean, I just, I don't know. I could care less. All right. Uh, but she gets to habla español. Wow, Leo's back out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm back, I'm back. No, I, 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 and again, worry about the wrestling, people. If they want to date, they want to date. If they don't want to date, they don't want to date. Like, just saying. Dale, go ahead. I was listening to the show. It, so, uh, any thoughts, Ryan, on this big uh, press release we got from WWE about this NIL initiative oh. program type thing? What was that the uh, the collegiate athletes thing? Yeah, it's something down the line. So I'll read you uh, a little, a little, uh, the little thing on it. So what we got here? So uh, following a historic new policy by the NCAA effective July first, twenty twenty one which ushered the NIL era, allowing college athletes the ability to monetize their name, image, and likeness. WWE has constructed a comprehensive program to recruit and develop uh, potential future superstars dubbed the next in line. 
The NIL program aims to enhance talent development uh, process through collaboration partnerships with college athletes and diverse athletic backgrounds. Any thoughts on that? Listen, I honestly don't even necessarily hate it, to be honest with you. It's not right. a terrible idea, you know. Um, I don't even hate the fact that WWE wants to go look for collegiate athletes to potentially shape into WWE superstars. Like, I don't even hate that as much as some people do. I just don't think you can assemble your entire brand right. like NXT or an entire roster of those guys. I feel like you know, not going for any like independent wrestlers at all is, is not smart because you know you could bring the independent wrestlers in who have been in the business now for a few years and grinding on the indies and you could teach you could have those guys be mentors for these collegiate athletes that are yes. coming in that have no experience whatsoever. So like I said, I don't even necessarily hate this. Um you know I think it's pretty cool. Listen, some collegiate athletes as we've seen, you know if, if anybody has watched, um, you know, like the, the WWE documentaries on the network of like Big E, for example, you know, mm -hmm. he played football, yeah. right? And then he was a power lifter, I think, or something like that. Look, and he, Brock and he, Lesnar, like, Sean Benjamin. Right. Like, there's so all many these guys. Names, and I'm cool all, with that, too. Right. Like, these guys don't necessarily know what they want to do. They obviously are great athletes, but, you know, football maybe doesn't do it for them. They don't really want to be uh, long-term, you know, football players and go to the NFL and things like that but they're looking for something where they could cut their teeth in. And, you know, like, again, they are talented and, and things like that. And WWE is an option. And now it's even, you know, easier for these people mm -hmm. and these guys and girls to, you know, find their way to the WWE. So I know a lot of people are going to hate on it just because it's like, oh, WWE's going for, you know, non-wrestlers and things like that. But, like, it's not necessarily a bad thing in my opinion. No, it's not. And, and kind of going back to what you said, it would be smart to have some of these talents, a lot of these talents that they fucking release, being the mentor for some of these talents coming in, with the, especially, like, a Gable Stevenson or whatever. It would, you know, they could shadow them or just be under their wing. Unfortunately, WWE doesn't see that. They're staying away now from indie talent. It makes no, no but but okay so so this this is the way that i see it and and this is my quick hot take on it right um with ncaa uh athletes able to now monetize on their name likeness and everything right what are they going to do they're going to go after these guys that are that are hitting it up in the indie i mean in the in college right and what if you saw this guy in the ring right so by them signing contracts with these with these athletes I think the end goal for the WWE games or WWE in itself is to actually bring them into their games, to bring them into the thing while they have the contract with them directly. So that means that they don't have to go through the actual, you know, USC or, or Arkansas, whoever it is, right? They're dealing directly with the player. Um, and this is coming from soccer, right? FIFA, FIFA 22 has made over $10 billion on packs, that have nothing to do with the player, that have nothing to do with the team, that have nothing to do with anything. These are just make-believe things that they trade during the game, right? So WWE games in itself, what they want to do is they want to start getting on these microtransactions. How do they get these microtransactions? This guy's blowing it up in, in college? Okay, he's a known guy? Okay, well, now he's available. Go ahead and use him. That's the way that I see that they're going to do it. They're trying to bypass the teams and get to the actual guys. So let's just make believe you have a, a Tom Brady, right, that wants to show up in the game. They sign with the WWE, Tom Brady in college, boom, he's in the game now, right? That's how they make their money. 
Okay. I don't necessarily see a problem with that, to be honest. No, no, there's no problem with that, but that's what I'm saying. No, like, I don't either. But, but that's the I issue now. That's the issue now. That's why, to me, this is a good initiative because other sports or, or other entities will diversify their portfolios with things like this. Right, right. Because now, and this is the biggest issue that's happening, back in the day, back in my day, when they signed contracts, right, with FIFA, with NBA, with NHL, it was for the whole package. But now a lot of these players are losing that money because of these microtransactions. So, again, that's the way that I see it. I don't see any of this having to do with anything in the ring aside from if the guy wants to become a, a professional wrestler. I think what the WWE is doing, diversifying all the other shit that they're doing. God damn, Leo. Okay, I'm out. I'm done for today. I'm good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we got this um, in-ring segment on Monday Night Raw. Uh, it's just, um, man, Edge and Miz, uh, guys. Man, talk about um. That was good. Talk about uh, PG carbon copy like wish version of MJM MJF and CM Punk um and listen I it's not a hate on Miz and Edge it's it's more they were put in a position where I guess it was supposed to be like the answer to like MJF and and Punk and it didn't come out that way if anything it just made WWE look petty and like desperate and just not good you know um, dude it, it's like the meme copy my homework just make sure it doesn't look the same it, it was just that's literally I, I what like it was guys. i like both guys especially edge i'm a big edge is my guy it, it's just this promo wasn't it man it really wasn't and so here's a, here's a backstory so I got home from work about 8.30, give or take. So I was like, ah, let me throw Monday Night Raw, background noise or whatever. So shout out to a uh, friend of the show, uh, Kev, my boy Kev. He messaged me. He's like, are you watching Raw yet? And I was like, I just started. And I'm about a 30-minute delay. He goes like, all right, let me know when Edge comes out. So Edge came out, and I'm like, oh, man, uh, what are we getting here? So I'm thinking like, Oh man, maybe Edge teases like a, a feud with AJ because AJ has been in the island of non relevancy since like Mania, right? Like he hasn't done anything relevant. So I'm thinking like, ah, maybe we'll get Edge and AJ, but at the same time, it's like that. That's more of a Mania match, so maybe we won't get that. And he mentioned AJ Styles' name, and if you go back and watch that, when he mentioned AJ's name, he kind of gave like a weird look to the camera, like he was kind of like foreshadowing like some something down the line, which kind of got me excited. And like, they like they're going to use that for a video package. Or something, right? Yeah. So they started mentioning all these different names, and Miz comes out. So I'm like, okay. It got my interest. I'm like, hmm, this should be interesting, right? I'm thinking, like, is this going to be the answer to Punk and, and, and MJF? What happens? I don't know what was going on with my X Xfinity box, but it started, like, it, it wouldn't play. Like, it like it just crapped out on me. So it, was, like, it was Instagram. It was Instagram. <laughs> it was Instagram, right? So it crapped out on me. So I had to fucking restart my box or whatever, and then I finally go watch it. I'm watching it, 
and it was like a it was like a farting church. You're like, burr, 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 burr. I'm like, God, this is not good. It wasn't good at all. It felt forced. It it was so watered down. It was a PG version of what we saw last week with MJF and Punk. It just felt very desperate. It felt very petty. It just wasn't good. Okay. And what, what would you have done differently? Let's say you, you had to put these two guys. You kind of had to make it look like MJF and Punk, right? Because, again, th that's what WWE does, you know? But what would you have done different? Having let me Edge put it this way. After, and having what I, after what I saw Monday, I probably wouldn't have done the segment. At all. So it, it, it just it, – why? You because know, because a lot of people were that, saying – a lot of people going to give us that, if you're going to give us that, like Miz and Edge are great promos, right? Yes. What they did Monday night – was not it at all like it wasn't it it just mm -hmm. felt it just felt very rushed forced pushed, and, and very not nah, just felt forced it felt not real it felt like they were trying too hard to kind of respond to what we saw last week which everybody's been talking about it people are still talking about it what a, what a good it, promo it just, by the way it just wasn't good it was not good at all and if anything it made wwe look Still not cool. It made him look even less cool. Petty. <laughs> uh, Ryan, Ryan, you look like you want to say a lot. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, not even. Not even. Uh, you know, this isn't the first time that WWE's tried to capitalize on something cool that more trendy that has been going on with other wrestling companies, right? Whenever ever another company, specifically AEW, is in the spotlight, right, for something good that they did, you know, WWE tries to do it, do, do it their, their own way, you know, and, and kind of like, you know, just capitalize on that momentum or whatever. Um, so, you know, I'm not surprised that this is like, this is what happened on Raw. I actually didn't realize that this is, this was what they were going for until Edge started real, um, started talking about how other people on other shows are mentioning the Miz's name. And then I was like, oh, yeah, you, you, li you live rent free. I was like, OK, I see what they're trying to do here. They're trying to replicate the segment <laughs> we saw last week. Now it makes sense. And from that point on, I was just completely tuned out of it. Um, and then then I'm putting that aside. The fact that Edge is feuding with the uh, with the Miz uh, just does nothing for me. I hope this is just an appetizer before Edge actually feuds with somebody we want to see him feud with. Like AJ. AJ Styles, like Finn Balor, who he did tease, like you said, in the opening promo. So I mm -hmm. hope they're holding that off for Mania. I hope that maybe this is just for uh, the next pay-per-view, uh, the New Year's Day pay-per-view or the Rumble or something like that. <laughs> and then you cut that afterwards. I know a lot of people see uh, or are saying that Beth Phoenix is going to come in and, and make it a mixed tag. Dude, I have no interest in seeing that. Okay, this is like John Cena, Nikki Bella versus Miz and, and Maurice all over again. Well, at least um, we know that both couples are married here, so we're not going to get a stupid engagement. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess if you're trying to look for a silver lining in it, yeah, that would be it. They're going to renew their vows. Um, God, but yeah, I mean, a, you want to talk like, about congratulations? You played yourself. That's like, <laughs> try to explain yeah. that to your kids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Sorry, but yeah, ahead. listen, you know, uh, it, it just like I said, if this segment happened on any other WWE show besides this past Monday. Um, I don't think a lot of people would be talking about it, but just the simple fact of like AEW mentions the Miz. We have not seen the Miz in a long time. Okay. I don't know he's doing dancing with the stars, but I believe he, he's been off that show for a few weeks now. Yep. And they decided the week after he's mentioned on AEW, they decided to bring him back. Um, to me, that's just comical. 
Yeah, it, it just wasn't good. It just wasn't good at all. Um, you, I'm, I'm sure uh, some you people You want to know why? Do Mario, 2.8 million views is what that CM Punk and MJF uh, promo has as of right now. So that means 2.8 million people have seen CM Punk and MJF and the Miz's name has come up. That's why they made him show up on Raw. Right, right. Because what, what they took out of that was like, oh, there's so many viewers and the Miz's name was mentioned. Well, yeah. we got to give him the <laughs> Miz as if anybody still cares about the Miz. And hey, if you if you care about the Miz out there, I'm sorry if I'm offending you. I, I, I have nothing against the Miz personally. I think he's a great talker. I think he's solid in the ring. He's a very reliable guy for the WWE. It's been around for over a decade. He doesn't get hurt. You can rely on him to go in there and have a good match with somebody. Um, he's a great PR guy, obviously. He does the Dancing with the Stars. He's the one of those guys you send out to those talk shows to represent the brand. I he's think an he's overachiever. I, Miz is yeah. an overachiever. Yeah. And I, I mean that a, in a great way. Right. He, he's a great asset to have. So I, I don't I don't hate the – you know, I, I understand why they use him in certain capacities. But me personally, I just don't really care about him, you know. Like he's not, he's not a guy I'm dying to see Edge wrestle, you know. I'm dying to see Edge wrestle these other guys, you know, these the, – the, the, the AJ Styles, the Finn Balors, all the, you know, Kevin Owens, you know, I, I was hoping, you know, I know Kevin Owens is wrapped up with the WWE championship. Mm -hmm. man, if Kevin Owens leaves. I would love to see a Kevin Owens and edge program. It does not look like it's going to happen. But. Well, that that's a good transition. Okay. So, you, cause you mentioned Kevin Owens. So we did get, um, we got a little finagling, uh, on Monday night raw Rollins announced that he will be challenging B E for the WWE world championship at day one, which is the new year's day pay-per-view. And then Owens, you know, scheming and scamming, he found his way to weasel himself into the match. So now it's a three-way. I think it's safe to say that Owens is going to get the pin here, and he's he's off. He's riding into the sunset after this, right? You think he resigns? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, listen, certainly looks that way, or certainly seems that way. I mean, I don't know. If Unless they're working us, which could be a possibility too. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like he should just ride into the sunset um, and be gone. <laughs> but, you know, whatever he decides to do, you know, um, listen, I'll respect and I'll support it. But it definitely seems that way. My thing is, though, he's so heavily involved in the WWE Championship program right now, right? He's not going to win the title, okay? Hey, that'd be awesome if he did. But, I mean, they have to know his contract is coming up, right? But, but – you could say this. You could make the same argument for Brian, though. I know, but that's that, that, that's weird to me, though. And it's just so odd that they would put a guy in this position if they have a feeling, and they have to have a feeling that he's potentially going to go to AEW, right? I mean, it can't be that stupid. I mean, I know WWE's pretty dumb, but I, I don't think they could be that that stupid to realize that Kevin Owens could possibly be on his way out. The guy's been in the company for what six or seven years now. He's basically I mean, they, they, give, they, they give Dean Ambrose a proper send-off with a, a S.H.I.E.L.D. celebration. Right. I mean, And it promoted it on the WWE Network. Oh, I know. So I, I, so I guess so, yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, uh, I don't know. I just, I just makes no sense. If, if, if a guy is on his way out, man, I just would not position him in the way that Kevin Owens is being positioned right now. But uh, like you said, we've seen examples in the past before of, of this type of thing. So, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, he's gone. I, I mean, you know, I don't know for sure, but I'm just going to say he's uh, he's as good as gone at this point. You know, and 
it, it's kind of uh, I don't want I don't want to use the word depressing, and I, I don't want to come off like I'm like trashing WWE or anything like that. But guys like Kevin Owens and AJ and Shinsuke and I'm, I'm I have to come up with a couple other names too. Like we could even throw Jeff Hardy in that list of of wrestlers where you see like the audience really pop for these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Like they pop for them. Okay, like they're invested in these towns. It just either takes them a while to to put them in in in, in good creative programs or smart booking decisions. It's or they just kind of like have them just kind of like wandering into like just randomness stuff that doesn't even make sense. Like, I don't know, man. Do you get what I'm trying to say here? Like a lot of these talents that people are just invested in and that people pop for, but they just really not using them to their full potential. Yeah, I mean, which makes zero sense, right? I mean, the crowd's reacting to them, right? Um, and they're buying tickets to see these guys to react to them. And they're, you know, just incredibly over. Um, I'm, I'm assuming that if they're popping for these guys, that if they, they buy their merchandise and things like that, so to me, it just doesn't make sense of why they wouldn't push um, guys, you know, like that. Um, Jeff Hardy is the best example of that because you just mentioned yeah. Jeff Hardy. And that he's the most recent example of what I can think of right now. Um, at Survivor Series, when in that five-on-five match, it came down to Jeff Hardy mm-hmm. and, it, and, uh, and Seth Rollins. Jeff Hardy was insanely over, bro. And I'm not even – I don't even think it's because he was going up against Seth Rollins. Even before that, Jeff Hardy was just – he's just yeah. been over, man. He's yep, a legend. Yep. Um, people love Jeff Hardy, right? And and we're not dumb here. We know that Jeff Hardy's, you know, clock is most likely ticking on his career, right? I mean, I'm not saying he's going to retire tomorrow or next year, but I mean, listen, well, he's not going to be around for the next ten plus years. We got a good five years with Jeff, give or take, right? If that, yeah. So you would think, I mean, I'm people probably reacting to him and and want to see him do something, you know relevant so badly because we know that like listen he's not gonna be around forever and we're just grateful that he's still going at the level that he's going at and you know wwe has this um the battle royal on smackdown right to crown roman reigns number one contender whatever and um you know jeff hardy wins right and then Sami Zayn comes in at the end and uh you know knocks jeff hardy out because he wasn't eliminated or whatever and we get Sami Zayn to be the number one contender or whatever that would have been the perfect opportunity for them to just roll with jeff hardy right push Jeff Hardy as the number one contender to Roman Reigns. All right. He's not going to win. Obviously. I think everybody knows that, but man, a Jeff Hardy, Roman Reigns program would be good. I think it'd be money. You get maybe to help ticket sales. Cause they want to go see, you know, Jeff Hardy. Um, again, to, to me, it makes no sense of why you wouldn't push these guys. And again, this has been going on for years, man. You remember Rusev day, how over yeah. that was, yeah. that wasn't supposed to get over, but it was over. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was a hot, uh, the shirts were hot sellers, man. Everybody was chanting that. Perfect opportunity for WWE to push Rusev as a huge, massive top star. And they didn't do it because it wasn't supposed to get over. And Vince hates when things get over when they're not supposed to get over. And to me, it just makes no sense why they're leaving money on the table by not pushing these guys. It, it, it's Again, it just goes back to the thing of where WWE really does not give us what we want. If we cheer for somebody, they don't give a shit, man. They, they will bury the hell out of that guy to put over it, who it, they want to put over. It, it sucks because if the crowd wants it, why not give it to them? It's going to help both in business and you have right. your fan base fucking happy. Like, 
obviously Brian, you know, that happened with the well, going into WrestleMania 30, whatever. It wasn't meant to happen, but it happened. Then we got Kofi Mania, whatever. Going back to last year, going back to last year, if they wouldn't have dropped the ball, I feel like there could have been a movement for Shinsuke Nakamura. I believe that Nakamania could have been a thing if they really actually pushed it. Um, Because I remember with that performance he had on SmackDown, legit for like a good week, everybody was talking about Nakamura. Oh, are they going to bring his old theme back? Oh, man, I hope they push Nakamura. I'll say that didn't happen. He he was getting uh, pushed as a face, but they really didn't do much with Nakamura. Yes, I know he's IC champion, but it does he does he even ma- does it even matter that he's in the Continental Champion? No, it doesn't. You know, if they got to be careful with Jeff Hardy, because if Jeff Hardy continues getting these pops, I think there could be a Hardy Mania movement going into the Royal Rumble, whether WWE likes it or not. Yeah, I mean, dude, like you said, if they were smart. They would do that, and I would love to see a Jeff Hardy Roman Reigns program. I'd love to see Jeff Hardy fighting for the top prize again in, in a big spot, in a big main mm-hmm. event on a pay-per-view, yep. right? I mean, I would love that. Um, and it's believable. Yeah. And, and, and listen, I don't – so I didn't watch SmackDown last night, so I don't really know what the storyline is for here. I did see that Brock Lesnar is getting the, the next shot at, at Roman Reigns, right, at the, at the at that day one day show. One. So, like, what happened with Sami Zayn? Like, is he just out? Like, uh, So – so pretty much, Sammy's um, Brock Lesnar came out, huge pop, big pop for Brock Lesnar. People love them some Brock. <laughs> hey, Sammy Zayn came out. Somebody who the crowd is uh, reacting to. So Sammy Zayn came out. They had a little back and forth. Brock Lesnar pretty much bullied Sammy Zayn to instead of having the match at day one to challenge Roman Reigns tonight. Uh, so that was kind of like Sammy Zayn tried to weasel his way out of it, but Brock kind of bullied him, and then the match was booked. And the winner of Roman and Sami Zayn was going to face Brock oh. at day one for the World Championship. Sami Sami Zayn came out for the main event. Um, he got on the mic saying that he doesn't. He never thought of winning the World Championship in Texas. Crowd started booing. Brock Lesnar came out. Sami Zayn's pra- praising Brock. Brock then just beats the shit out of him or whatever, but beats some sh- beats the shit out of him to the point where he could kind of put him on the apron or whatever, where he's just like hanging, like you know, hanging by like a, a, a string of life. And then out comes Roman Reigns, like a fucking Greek god with a bloodline. And he just spears Sami Zayn, one, two, three, and there you go. Roman Brock, day one. Listen, I don't know. I still feel like they should have maybe pushed Roman and Brock to the Royal Rumble. Um, And then, you know, again, this day one, so perfect perfect opportunity for Roman versus Jeff Hardy. But, again, I ain't the booker of this, unfortunately, so uh, what do I know, right? It's funny because if we're getting – so now the question is if we're getting Brock and Roman at day one, what are we getting at WrestleMania? Do we get – I think it's Drew McIntyre and Roman. But see, they got to they gotta put some steam on Drew. Course, I'm, yeah, I know. I'm I know. all for Drew and Roman. But they've been very – They need to build them back up. With Drew's booking. Very, very wonky. Yeah, they need to build him back up. They need to get the fans behind him again. I don't know how they're going to do that, uh, to be honest with you. Um, and, I mean, I don't know for sure if that's going to be the match, but I can't see, looking at the roster on SmackDown right now, I can't see anybody else who really, realistically, could face Roman Reigns in a big-time match at WrestleMania. All right? It's not going to be The Rock. Um, I personally, I don't think it's going to happen, though, because he just moved brands. I think I think we're on to the same thing here. Actually, we, we might not be. I don't know. But Seth Rollins 
Yeah. Winning the Royal Rumble and challenging Roman Reigns. Yes. At WrestleMania. Inject that to my veins, bro. Take my freaking money. While he is a heel, while he is a heel, Rollins is getting cheered. This whole embrace the vision, the visionary, him being like a Joker-esque, like, not all there gimmick. We don't know how he got this way, but it's working for him. It's working. And listen, this is fresh. This is new. This is not... We have not seen a Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins one-on-one feud ever. Okay? We've gotten them facing off one-on-one. I believe the last time... I could be wrong on this, but the one thing... The one time that comes to my mind would be when they faced off at Money in the Bank 2016. Was that the year that Dean Ambrose cashed in right after that? So that yep. was the night that every member of the Shield became WWE yep. champion. Yep. That's the only one-on-one match between those two guys that I could remember. And again, uh, put it in the comments if anybody's watching right now on Facebook. I know we, we do have quite, quite a few uh, viewers. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, even though we switched days here. Much appreciated. <laughs> Lots going on in the chat here. Um, but if you guys can think of any other time these two have faced off, let me know because I can't. nothing comes to mind besides that. So this would be so exciting, so fresh, so new. This would be a big-time WrestleMania main event match, man. I yeah, would, listen, I, they've listen. already taken my money for WrestleMania, but take yeah. more of my freaking money, man, please. Let, let me tell you something. While I, I would like to see a Roman and Drew program somewhere down the line, I just don't – unless they do something – unless a miracle happens between now and fucking WrestleMania where they you boost Drew back up, because I'm for that match. I thought their match at Survivor Series last year was fucking amazing. The only thing that was yeah. missing in that match was a, was the fans. That's it. Besides that, that was a to me, that was a five-star match. But what does have me intrigued, what I'm invested, what I want right now it injected in my veins, it's Rollins, Roman. Yeah. Roman's doing the best work of his career. And Rollins, he he, he this what he's doing right now, it's fucking working for him, bro. I'm so invested in Rollins right now. Yeah, me too. I mean, he, he Rollins, uh, from going from where he was in 2019, right, where nobody mm-hmm. wanted to see him anymore, to where he is now, it's unbelievable, man. He is, yeah. uh, he's potentially, I mean, I know Roman Reigns is always going to be, he's the MVP of WWE, let's be honest, but uh, don't sleep on Seth Rollins being nah, the number nah, two. He, he's getting there. He's, he's, yeah, uh, yeah. Listen, he's carrying the Raw brand, okay? I know Big E's the WWE champion. I love Big Absolutely. E. Absolutely. And Seth Rollins is carrying that freaking brand on his back, right? I agree. I agree. You know, no disrespect to Big E. I'm happy he's the world champion. I'm happy he won the title. But when you think of Monday Night Raw, I'm sorry. You don't think of Big E. You think of Seth no. Rollins. Yeah, and listen, hey, I know it's a very unpopular opinion. And again, it would just go against everything we just mentioned of what we want. Uh, but man, if, if Seth Rollins was to win the WWE Championship off of Big E, and you have Big <laughs> E chase Rollins, Rollins going into media, and then just say you have Big E um, you know, uh, beating Rollins at WrestleMania or whatever. Yeah. I'm cool with it, bro. It's like the yeah. one time where I won't complain about them pulling the belt right. way too soon because you could because you, uh, you could I, tell a great story where fans are going to be investing into it. Right, right. It, it's oh man, bro. Like I said, I'm I'm very high on Seth Rollins right now. I, he needs he needs and I and maybe dumb not to give him a big program going into WrestleMania. But what could be a big program for for Rollins going into WrestleMania other than Roman Reigns? I mean, come on. I mean, the guys had like really good. Um, spotlight matches at WrestleMania over the years. You know, he had Kevin Owens at the, uh, at the, uh, you know, the COVID mania. Then he had um, Cesaro last year um, at Mania. So he's been doing, he's been having really big time matches at Mania. 
Right. Uh, but ever since, you know, the Brock Lesnar match where he won, won the title, um, the universal title, he hasn't really, you know, done anything. And, and, I, so, and I think I spoke to, I think I spoke this with, uh, uh, about that whole Rollins and Brock at WrestleMania. What was that 35? Um, was it 35? Yeah, up here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So once again, WWE just didn't know what the climate of the audience was at that time. If they were smart, they would have booked Brock and Rollins the year before in New Orleans, not the year they had it here in MetLife. Because Rollins was white hot in 2018, hotter than he was in 2019. People wanted to see Rollins in the main event, not Roman. Yeah, well, I mean, this is WWE for you, man. They they they've missed the mark on a lot of things, bro. Um, and then when they finally do pull the trigger, it's too late. But um, yeah, listen, I just hope that Rollins gets some big time program going into Mania this year. And um, like I said, like I said, I don't know how it would make sense because he just moved to Raw, and I don't know if they're gonna move right back to SmackDown again. Raw really needs it desperately, so I don't think this is gonna happen. Unfortunately, we're gonna but, get a superstar oh, shakeup. That's what we're gonna get. If you had the no drop, I would tell you to hit it. I <laughs> see. I think we got it. Hold on. Don't they suck? Because you know they'll come up with something like that, right? Like a superstar shakeup or something like that. And it would be hot garbage. Oh, I don't have that. I have. Oh, this one. No! 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 All right. Sorry. <laughs> nah. We, we, we don't need that, Leo. We don't need no damn superstar shakeup. But you know they're going to do it, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know, gonna, you know what's gonna you know what's gonna get and... fans invested. You know what fans are gonna be all about War games. fucking superstar shakeup. That's oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell yeah, man. I haven't Sorry. seen one of those in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Watch them do a press right. release on Monday. Come in next week, superstar shakeup. <laughs> no, no. I'm sure and you know what's funny, I'm sure there is some people out there that go. The shake up is back, baby. Like they get all excited for it and shit like that. Didn't we have the draft like a month ago? Didn't we have like the draft like a month ago? Yeah, the draft was like a month or two ago. Feels like feels like it was yesterday. It does feel like it was when it actually was. Iridian from the rest friend says, "Please, not the superstar shake up." (laughs) Shout out to Iridian. Our rest friends. <laughs> check out the rest friends. Follow the rest friends. Check out yes, their YouTube. Check out them. their Twitter. Check out their Instagram. They still have their Instagram page. We don't, but they do. <laughs> Thank God. Hope, let's hope Instagram doesn't come for, for them next. Come on, Instagram. Uh-huh. Oh, God. All right. Uh, NXT again. War Games. Why? <sighs> you, we normally would get We normally would get super excited for War Games. Always excitement for War Games. This year, eh, I mean, I, I think the men's match is going to be dope. I think the women's match is going to be dope. But there's just no buzz. There's no. nothing. There's no sasson. There's yeah. no. The only good thing nothing. is the is the poster. That's the only good thing about War Games this year. Like the whole old uh, versus new type thing. That's the only thing that's what, good about it. Well, I, I, well, let's see if, if Ryan agrees with me on this. This is one thing I'm really, really looking forward to when it comes to this War Games. Is seeing Johnny Gargano come back to his babyface theme. Okay, that, that's what yeah. I, I want to hear. I want to listen to that. And this has got to be Johnny Gargano's swan song, or do you think he resigns? Mm. I don't know, man. Uh, well, one way or another, I hope it's just NXT swan song. 
Yes, um, I agree with that. I agree as with that. As far as WWE, part of me he's thinks got, he's Part of me thinks he's resigning, man. I hope he shows up at the Rumble. I hope he shows up at the Rumble number two and just spends like a good forty-five minutes of the match. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, part of me thinks he's resigning, man. Uh, not everybody's gonna leave, you know. Not everybody feels in the way, you know. Other people feel. I don't know if Gargano is frustrated with his role or his spot or with WWE in general. I mean, he seems like a know. happy guy when it comes to WWE. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see him resigning, man. I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna, I'm, I think he resigns. Um, I'm glad he's finally knocking War Games out of his off his bucket list. I mean, God Almighty, man, this guy's resume in NXT is incredible. He add War Games onto it now. What else could he possibly do? I feel like this should be the <laughs> end with Gargano. I don't know if it will be in NXT. I just don't want to see him come out next week and uh, confront Carmelo Hayes. Uh, just be done with it, man. Let this be the end of it. Um, you take some time off. Let people forget about Gargano a little bit. And then, you know, he resigns, right? And then, like you said, he shows up in the Rumble. Or he shows up on the Raw after the Rumble or something like that. And then he's on the main roster. Um, this should be it for him in NXT. It, it, it just it has to be. Listen, I'm all for building new stars, okay? Uh, but this NXT 2.0 model, what we're seeing on TV, it just ain't it. If I, And this is just me as a fan. This is not me being logistically or being like, this is not good for business, whatever. I'm just speaking as a fan right now, all right? I'm, I'm removing my uh, journalist mindset, if you will. Like, I'm removing it for just this match alone, okay? In a perfect world... Team Black and Gold wins, okay? Yeah. And that's the last that we see of Team Black and Gold, and they all go moved up to the main roster. Once Tommaso Ciampa drops that uh, NXT championship to Braun Breaker, which is most likely going to happen, and all four of them debut in the Royal Rumble some way, somehow. That's how I would do it. That's probably not what we're going to happen, what's going to happen here. I think Team 2.0 will win. They have and, to. Yeah, they have to. You know, I... I don't want that to happen, but it's most likely that's what's going to happen. And uh, you know, I said this to – I think I said this to the rest friends. I think I said that um, this week, if I'm not mistaken. Listen, NXT is a dead brand, okay? It, it's it's a dead brand. They shouldn't even call it NXT anymore. If anything, they should name it what they named this new uh, program initiative that they fucking they, uh, announced this week. They should call it NIL, the next in line. They should do that. It's not NXT. Yeah, right. Stop yeah, calling yeah. it 2.0. It's it's not NXT 2.0. It's none of that. It's not NXT anymore. Triple H ain't there anymore. No. You know, he he's dealing with all these heart condition situation aftermath, whatever you want to call it. So what is it? Is it really NXT? It's not NXT. Call it NIL. Call it something else. That's it. NXT's dead. It's over. It's over. It's crazy, man. Like Tuesday nights roll around, right? And I, you know, I get out of work my normal time, five thirty, get home. Well, after six, you know, I shower, I eat dinner, I relax. And, like, dude, I watch whether, you know, if the Islanders are playing or if even if they're not, I watch Netflix, I watch movie. Um, I do anything besides putting on NXT on Tuesday nights, man. <laughs> I just, the show is not for me. I don't care about it. Uh, nothing intrigues me, man. I always see during the day on Tuesdays, like, I scroll through social media and they, they put on, you know, um, you know, on Instagram or Twitter, like what what's happening on the show tonight, the matches. Not one single thing catches my attention ever. <laughs> I mean, I just could not care less, bro. War games is tomorrow. 
you literally just reminded me about that by bringing it up. Um, tomorrow night, I don't know. I will watch the women's war games. I will watch the men's war games. As far as anything else on the card, I mean, first of all, you're going to have to um, let me know what the card is because I don't even know offhand any of the other matches. But uh, so most likely, have, um... it's not going to be anything that catches my attention enough to watch. So I honestly might end up watching NXT, uh, the, the War Games matches, on Monday just to avoid watching the whole show. So, you have, the, so you have the men's War Games match. You have Team Black and Gold versus Team 2.0. Then you have the <laughs> women's War Games match, which is Team Raquel, Raquel Gonzalez, Io Shirai, Cora Jade, and uh, Kaylee Ray. Versus Team Dakota, Dakota Kai, and Toxic Attraction. Okay, that's the women's war games match. Then you have Roderick Strong defending the Cruiserweight Championship against Joe Gacy. There's some rumblings that once, if Joe Gacy ends up winning this NXT Cruiserweight Championship, they're going to like eliminate the Cruiserweight division. It's going to become like another champion, another name of a championship, and they're going to like change the championship concept. That's a rumor that I read. I don't know how true that is. Then you have Imperium defending the tag titles against. <sighs> Kyle Riley and Vonda <laughs> Wagner. What's the matter? <laughs> Come on. You want to talk about a guy that was like white hot in the beginning of this year, and now does anybody give a shit about Kyle Riley, especially Von <laughs> Wagner? Nobody gives a shit about Von Wagner either. You want to ask me? You asked me the, ask me the question you asked me before about Gargano or, or about uh, Owens. Kyle Riley's gone. I, I could say with confidence, he's gone. He's out. He's as far. He is as good as gone, bro. I do not see this guy sticking around. He's just buying his time at this point. I mean, Christ! They, on the way out the door, he's teaming with Von Wagner. Oy, oy, oy. Then you also have a, a hair versus hair match. You have Cameron Gaon versus Duke Hudson. Duke Hudson reminds oh. me of like a poor man's version of Wade Barrett. Oh, dude, <laughs> hair bad. versus hair. Yeah. Oh, God Almighty. Ugh. That's the whole card. God almighty, man. How and you know where it's happening? Has fallen. In the CWC, baby. Them good old Florida fans. Oh, great. Yeah, I hope Izzy's, Izzy's, Izzy's family being front row would be on the cherry on the top for this, baby. Uh, I definitely, you know, wouldn't. Do I that hope thing. that family has COVID and can't go. No. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. I second that. Sorry. They, uh, listen, that, 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 that whole posse, the... Izzy and her piece of shit fucking parents. Listen, they they they're they're fucking toxic. They're toxic. They're, they're toxic. They might as well be the leaders of toxic attraction. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck them. Uh, fuck. listen, I don't know, man. I'm a wrestling fan. I love the sport of all wrestling, but NXT is not doing it for me. I don't know if I'm going to spend my Sunday night watching this show, um, but I will go watch the War Games matches for sure. Uh, just to you know, out of curiosity and. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Let's see how all these green talents, uh, you know, work their way through a War Games match. I mean, hey, listen, no better way to, to learn than throwing them right into the fire. Um, see how it goes. All right. Let's uh, move on to some more exciting news or whatever. Let, let's talk about the match that pretty much is the reason why Lucha Outsiders on Instagram is disabled, oh, okay? This match or deactivated or deleted. Book. You know, apparently this match is so offensive that it, IG decided to fucking our, cancel our page. All right. And that is for the mega championship, the vacant mega championship. You have Hijo del Vikingo, Samurai del Sol, Jay Lito, Bobby Fish, and Bandito 
to become the new AAA Mega Championship. The reason why I bring this match up is, who do you think takes this? Me personally, when I when I talk about me being a, as a fan, I would like to see the Jay Lethal or Bandito take it. If I'm being realistic here, AAA has been putting a lot of steam on Hijo del Vikingo, so I feel yeah. like he might take it. Hide your wife, hide your kids if you plan on watching this tonight. Because, uh, you know, listen, it's very offensive. Uh, you know, just <laughs> listen. Uh, you really just make sure you watch it in, in a very private place. Uh, you know, like I said, just uh, make sure it's going to be rated R for sure. Uh, oh, so if you're watching this, you know, we, we warned yeah, you. Rated R. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, I don't really know too much about AAA. I, I can't sit here and tell you that all oh, they've been building up for a while, but um, he just seems like the most obvious choice. All these other guys just seem like random thrown-in guys. I'm not saying that neither of these guys, any of these, any of them don't have a chance to win this match, um, but it just seems like they probably go with the safe bet. Uh, Mandito would be a, a wild card if I had to pick a wild card. I don't think they're giving it to Jay Lethal. I don't think they're giving it to Bobby Fish. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, I mean, listen, this match, I, I said it last week, they could not have picked a more random group of guys to compete in a match. Mm-hmm. I ain't hating it. I'm just saying it's, it's very random. Um, right. Yeah, man, let's, let, let's see what happens. I think uh, it has potential to be bonkers. Um, but like I said, hide your wife, hide your kids. It's, it's, it's not for the faint of heart. So, so you mentioned Mandito. And Bandino's the current Ring of Honor World Champion. And next week is safe to say that it's the final, final battle for Ring of Honor. The end of an era. And uh, yours truly will be there in Baltimore for this final Ring of Honor show. It's being highly speculated that it is going to be ROH's final show. And I strongly do believe it is ROH's final show. We're, uh, we're not going to go down the card or anything like that because I, I think I feel like it's irrelevant. I think like it's it is, just yeah. like, yeah. But what I what I do want to ask here is like, what's going to be like the end legacy of Ring of Honor? Do you, and is there a little part of you that thinks like, hey, there's going to be a potential comeback? Because I don't think so. But yeah. how do you think Ring of Honor's legacy is going to end? Well, listen, I, I don't think, you know, and, and again, you know, I'm sure there's people out there that are hoping Ring of Honor makes a comeback. And, you know, as wrestling fans, like we want to see, you know, Ring of Honor make a comeback, just another place for the guys to work and stuff like that. And we obviously love what, you know, the, the history of Ring of Honor is and the legacy of it. But in my book, like, if you're going to bring back Ring of Honor and you're going to make it as an indie, like a GCW, we have enough of those. Right. Don't, you're you're going to, in my opinion, I know we've talked about this too, so kind of contradicting everything we talked about of how like ring of honor should come back as a GCW, you know, and things like that. But to me, that kind of hurts the legacy of ring of honor, you know, uh, you yeah, know, making it into something that it was in the beginning before it was ended up being what it was to me to go back to that. It just seems like you should just close the doors for good on that. Wipe your hands of it. Be proud of what you built. You know, if you're, cough uh or you know uh carry silken or whatever or wherever else runs uh you know ring of honor nowadays wipe your hands of it be proud of what you built and uh you know just ride off into the sunset and you know we talked about this i forget if it was last week or the week before about the rumors of, of a potential new promotion coming out with jeff jarrett and conrad thompson i feel like eventually there will be a new wrestling company uh just because you know without ring of honor now with all the talents that are on the indies, it just, I feel like 
there's room for it. But I think it should be a new promotion. I don't think it should be Ring of Honor being, you know, being, you know, uh, rejuvenated from the dead. I just feel like it should be a new promotion. Um, You know, like I said, wipe your hands with Ring of Honor. Let that be done. Let it rest in peace. And, uh, and yeah. Are we still live, pal? Okay, we're back. I don't know what happened. I don't know either. I don't even know when it really cut out. I know you froze, but... I just kept going just because, uh, you know. I know. You uh, you froze on my end, too, so I don't know what the fuck happened. Oof, weird. Is Leo that here? That was weird. I, I'm, I'm assuming Leo's here. I don't know. All right, so we're <laughs> back. I don't know what happened. Hopefully, Leo will figure it out. Whenever Leo shows up, I don't know what's going on with Leo. But he probably yeah, right. come back and everything be fine. He probably wouldn't even know anything happened. I know. I don't know what happened. We'll, we'll put a timestamp on that. I think it was like at minute 16 or something i don't know i'll tell leo to look at it He'll i don't even know when i cut out so i don't even know what i was talking about when i i cut right, out so, the last thing i said um, was, all right so kind of to add on to what you were saying so pretty much uh it would hurt ring of honors legacy if they just came back as an indie you know and i agree with you 110 it, it wouldn't make sense for them to just come back as, as an indie any chance of let's say if tony khan was to buy their their library or whatever obviously tony khan will use that to to do like a network right you know like because you have so much ring of honor talent now in a in the AEW roster but let's say that doesn't happen let's say tony khan doesn't buy the 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 ring of honor library any chance somebody else buys ring of honor and tries to do something with it or you think you know what you're just better off starting your own promotion from the ground <laughs> yeah. up yeah, I think you're better off starting your own promotion. Something new, something exciting, something different. Um, mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Um, I right. mean, me personally, too, I'd be more interested in a new wrestling promotion than me a too. startup Ring of Honor. Um, me too. You know, so I'm just speaking for myself. And I think a lot of people could probably agree with that, too. It's like yeah. when AEW was, like, announced, it's a, you know, it's it's awesome. A new promotion and everything. It was, it was great. Dude, I was even watching Dark every week because I was so excited about a new promotion, bro. And and you know, like I said, it's yeah, just, me too. Uh, I, I was I used to watch Dark in the beginning too. You're right. Yeah, like every week, dude. I, I couldn't get enough of AEW content because I was just so interested in the new in this new company. See how how it, how it goes. And uh, so, yeah, man, I, I think a new promotion is the way to go instead of trying to to buy Ring of Honor and bring it back. Like I said, it's sad, but you know, Ring of Honor uh, has not been what we love and, and knew about it in a long time. And when it doesn't, it's not that anymore. It's time to put it to bed. So I think it's time. Yeah, it is time, man. It, it's sad. I think we, we talked about it. Um, how it, it's just sad to see this company go. You know, they, they made some mistakes, on, you know, on the way to, I guess, this end of an era. But at the same time, they did a lot of good for the business. You know, oh, we man. saw a lot of talent come out of Ring of Honor and they became superstars in other places or, you know, like the Bucks and, and Cody or whatever, if it wasn't for Ring of Honor, AEW wouldn't be a thing. So Ring of Honor has done a lot of good in the business, and they've left their stamp. You know, they, they're they in the history books when it comes to the world of professional wrestling. Another another company that's making history, and that's GCW. Uh, what what do you see GCW in 2022? What, what do you think, after the Hammerstein Ballroom, what, what do you think their direction is going forward? Very good question. Um, you hope and you assume it's only going to keep going up. Well, I mean, I don't know how much more up they could possibly go. 
<clears throat> they have all the momentum on their side, man. 2021 was a fantastic they're, year for they're, them. They're the third. They're the third biggest promotion in the U.S., in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we, we talked about this, uh, you know, on one of the episodes a few weeks back about how I think they're the number three promotion um, in the world. I mean, hey, listen, they got to ride this momentum of 2021 and bring it into 2022, and it's off to a great start, man. They got so many dates announced, uh, you know, for the the road to to Hammerstein. And I think the Hammerstein is going to be a big show based on everybody that they've announced so far for that show. Um, and yeah, man, I don't know what they run, what buildings they run after. Um, but listen, they only got to keep going up from here because like you said, they're the number three promotion and they got to stay there. So. I just hope whatever I, I want them to keep on having success, but I just don't want them to change like what the what the foundation of GCW is, you know. Like I, I don't want them to go GCW light or anything like that. Like yeah. I, I want I want them to still continue because they. I know a lot of people when they think of GCW, like oh well, that's just a deathmatch company. No, 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 they're beyond deathmatches. Sometimes yeah. in a card you will have maybe just one deathmatch or maybe no deathmatches. Like they've done shows like that too. So, but but those are the people that that don't watch the product too. Oh, there's a pl- trust me. There's so, a plenty of those because we talked. Me and Ryan talked about it last week. Yeah, those, the second the, the Hammerstein Ballroom sold out, a lot of people that never even burped a word GCW. Yeah. They all of a sudden wanted to talk about GCW and how they're going to the Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah. Dude, you've never talked about GCW in your life. But okay. now you want to talk about GCW. So you you guys remember what ECW was back when they were on uh, MSG Network and all that other shit? It wasn't deathmatch. It wasn't uh, uh, hardcore. You had Mexican wrestling, you had women wrestling, you had storylines. And again, people that never watched the product, they were like, oh, extreme, extreme. Extreme was 2% of the whole product. Right. You know? And again, GCW is the same thing. If you call it a deathmatch company, then you've never watched it. And you know what the great thing is about that? Because like you said, they moved away from deathmatches. They're not called DMW. Deathmatch wrestling, right? It's game. That's dream match wrestling, actually. No, yeah. Listen, so like game changer wrestling doesn't have anything to do with death matches in in that in the you know in the name, right? So it's like right. eventually, you know, which I I already think they're they're moving a little bit past uh you know a bunch of death matches. Um, they I wouldn't I don't think they're ever gonna you know. That's it. Like you know, rinse, you know, wash their hands and be done with death matches for good. It's going to be used as an attraction. And that's what got them to the dance in the first place. You know, I mean, there's right. still an audience that loves to see that type of stuff. Um, but I think you know they're going to focus less on that as 2021, uh, 2022 uh, rolls rolls in, and uh, as they should. Like I said, if they're getting more of a following, they can't be doing that every other match. Um, you know, like I said, they got a new audience that they want to keep growing their brand and their company, which they should. Yeah, um, you know, that, I think that's the way to go. No, so, that, that, um, that's the close. If you're gonna do that, the the death match should be the close. Right, right. I mean, yeah, right, exactly. It should be the the uh, the blow off to yeah. you know a, a big blood feud. You know, for, for you know. So, so Leo, when you were away, we had a little situation. I was at, away? Um, uh, we had a little situation where we both of us or one of us or I don't know what happened, but we froze up. I think it was at one fifteen fifty three. So uh-huh. I don't know if you want to. Yeah. Steve, uh, in the comments, I Steve believe, Jordan, Steve Friend Jordan. Yeah. He, yeah. he, thank you to him. He, um, gave us the time. So made our lives yeah. easier. So. Oh, there it yeah. is. I got it. Okay. I saw it. So there was a little issue there. Uh, okay. So I want to end the show with this and then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up our damn production guy. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Steve Jordan. It was Instagram. So, 
They're trying to take us down now on, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now they're trying to take us down on fucking Facebook. Damn um, so you, Metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, and I don't want to be a Debbie Downer here or anything like that, but I, I think it's a conversation we should have or at least, you know, think about it. So uh, this COVID thing is not going away, people, all right? And a lot of people are making a big fuss of this new um, variant. Yes. Uh, some people call him the Omarion, but it's called what? What's it called again, uh, Leo? Um, oh, Omarion. Omicron. Omicron. <laughs> okay. It, so- it sounds like a transformer. A big- they got like just toss off to the side. A lot of people are making a big fuss about this variant, and it, it kind of got me thinking. Like, hey, listen, this is kind of how COVID started a year and some uh, two years ago. All right, it started like late November, going into December, and then. You know, people started, there was more rumblings in the beginning of 2020. And then by March, everything got shut down, right? What are the chances of this potentially happening again if this is such a big thing? Or do you think that, listen, COVID's here to stay. It's never going to go away. We just kind of got to move forward as a society and kind of just move forward, whatever that might be, whether it's continuing with the mask gimmick, fucking, uh, vaccines do you think we're gonna get shut down again um you know uh ryan what what do you think about this or have you even put much thought into this uh i'll be honest i haven't but i don't i'm not afraid of getting shut down again i don't think that's a possibility um listen we got the vaccine for a reason there's booster shots going around now i don't see any scenario where you could possibly shut down the world again everybody's just getting back up and running again Right. Uh, mainly small businesses and businesses in general, another lockdown would be detrimental to, Yes, uh, I mean, all those everything. businesses as well as others, other things as well. Um, you know, people trying to get their mental health back and everything too on top of everything. So mm-hmm. another shutdown would just damper that too. Listen, you know, the fact that vaccines are around, uh, as long as they're around, I don't see how you could shut down the world. I, I really don't. Um, there's always going to be these new strains and these new variants popping up. I mean, this isn't the first one that's popped up uh, ever since COVID has become a thing. It's just, you know, I just feel like everybody's just got to go out there and just live their lives, man. Just don't be afraid, um, but just be cautious, of course. And, yep. uh, you know, it's not for everybody, but me personally, I'm vaccinated fully, but um, I still wear my mask out in public, man. Like if I'm going to the grocery store or anything like that, and especially now in the winter time uh, where you can get other things too, like the, like the regular flu, you know, um, yeah. you can get sick easily, you know, in, in the winter, people have colds, they cough out in public, they, you know, people are very disgusting. Uh, so right. In other words, Ryan's trying to say, he's like, I don't want your dirty ass around me. Oh yeah. I don't want to be, uh, you know, waiting online at the grocery store and hearing you hack up a lung behind me. <laughs> and I'm right behind you. Like with, with my face as exposed right to you. Uh, Ryan, gonna... what, you're tr- what you're trying to say too is you don't want some like random like pecker showing up like, hey Ray, I hear the Lucha Outsider show. Remember the time? And... Uh, oh, you wear an AW jacket. What'd you think of Dynamite this past <laughs> this past week? <coughs> it was great, bro. It was great, man. The flaming table. <laughs> and then they shake your hand. <laughs> and then they shake your hand. Oh, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Wear your mask. PSA from me. There you go. Uh, Leo, you have any thoughts on this new variant? So this is what's happening, right? At the end of the day, okay. all this shit is common sense from the start of the whole thing. 
from right. the start of, the, of everything that happened, just like Ryan said, you know, a lot of people are like, I don't want to get vaccinated. I don't know what's in there. Motherfucker, you don't know what's in your Coca-Cola. So, again, <laughs> it's common sense. <laughs> if people pick and choose, you know it's the truth, bro. No, you I watch agree. the inside of your I'm toilet bowl. You. Exactly. <laughs> put your China set in Coca-Cola. Watch what happens and then talk to me. Um and people right. put that into their body. Yeah. So but but again, so it's common sense. And and unfortunately we, we are in, in the subdivision of society that does not have a lot of common sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can put that. You, you can put that on a T-shirt. Uh, but, <laughs> but again, it goes common back. Common sense ain't that common. Exactly, especially in, in our subdivision. <laughs> but right. so this is what happens. Uh, you and and I always bring it back to the first show that I remember you going to Mario in in Indianapolis, the the collective, right? Um, that was the first thing that was open. That was the first thing that people were able to come out and watch shows. And I remember you telling us horror stories of how people like, okay, some of them were wearing their mask, but some of them like, dude, you're inside, you're coughing. Like, again, it's common sense. So, so what, so when I went to the collective in Indianapolis, inside the venue, everybody was cool, clean and shout out to everyone that, yeah. that worked that show, all these different companies, GCW, Black Label Pro, so many different independent companies that were there. They made sure there was like hand sanitizer stations or whatever everyone was wearing that mask is the second that people started going outside and people started like reuniting with their little clicks or like complete strangers that's when people started getting a little bit uh too uh comfortable and they were just like hey let me take my mask off yeah but but, but again that's your business that's your business me on the other hand i hate everyone so i had my mask i had my hoodie and it's like leave me alone unless i know you no but but okay so so that's where it comes down to like people think, and, and it's funny because people think like, oh, once I'm inside the building, if I have a mask on, everything's okay. It's not okay. Your hands are still dirty. Your clothes still have shit on them. Your mask, well, you just put on your on your chin and then you coughed in your hand and that same hand that you coughed into, you grabbed your mask and you put it over your face. Again, it, it's it's about common sense and and it goes back to you know every time that we talked about when you have people online wrestling fans online that they're told hey do this and then they're doing the total opposite now we can't have nice things because they're going to be taken away from us if a lot of people keep doing shit and not follow again forget your political beliefs forget your 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 religious beliefs because a lot of people are using that as an excuse use the common sense it has nothing to do with who's president. It has nothing to do with, you know, who you think your God is. If they're right. telling you to, to put a fucking vaccine, just fucking put it on and stop with your shit. I have a mark on my shoulder for uh, tuberculosis or polio. I forget. I was five years old. I didn't fucking fight it. My parents didn't ask, why are you getting these fucking kids, uh, you know, a shot? But I know I didn't get tuberculosis. I know I didn't get polio. I know my leg didn't get skinny as fuck, and now I can't walk because I'm, you know, I'm 50 years old and I got a fucking peg leg and shit, right? Wow, Leo finally admitted his age. Woo! <laughs> no, I said I'm not 60. No, but but this is what happens, Mario. Like, pe- with information, right? People take it to the extreme, right? We were talking before about Charlotte and and Andrade, right? We weren't talking about like that when China and Triple H were fucking like crazy. It was a different time. No, no, but 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 you know what I'm saying, though, right? Like, now right. we have this information, and people take it to the extreme. 
Forget your political Lord. beliefs. Forget your, your, you know, your, your, your religious beliefs. And, and I do understand some people, blood transfusion and all that shit, that's fine. But if you're telling me, hey, Leo, you can get this shot, and then all you got to do is just make sure you wear a mask, I don't give a fuck if there's alcohol in that shit. I want to be able to go to the fucking store and not have to worry about motherfucker dying next to me. And going back to your common sense so, um, thing, like how common sense isn't that common. Two for two it's take. funny that when the <laughs> pandemic first started, right, yeah. and everyone was like, oh, like going nuts, whether it was like the mask and like the hand sanitizer and then washing our hands or whatever. People would be like, wow, I'm washing my hands so often now. Like, I didn't know. I didn't realize how much dirt are in your hands. I'm like, you should have been washing your hands on the regular before. Exactly. Why did it take a pandemic to wash your hands? Hey, Karen, if you take a shower and your towel's still dirty, motherfucker, you didn't take a shower. It's it, like I, I didn't know how how dirty my hands were. Um, hello, wash your hands. You should have been doing that before. <laughs> oh God. But but again, uh, is it gonna happen in wrestling? I think wrestling is gonna be the first one that's gonna get shut down because motherfuckers are stupid. No, oh, no, no, Leo, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> I well, hope not. And again, I hope not. And again, you you know that that. We always talk about this on the show, and I guess this is the reason why we started doing this show, what, five fucking years ago, Mario, is because you and I understood that first day when we met up that, dude, there is other people out there that are not that weird wrestling fan. Of course. You know what I mean? Uh, Do you have them out there? Yeah, you have them out there. Are they the ones that that are making this grow? They don't get taken down. Of course, and, and we do, and our page gets taken down. Yeah, but are are, are they the ones that are coughing all over the place? And then, and then you know, what I mean, like again, it goes back to that. It's common sense, guys. It's common sense. If they tell you don't put your Some fucking arm around that. Bret Hart because he has a fucking neck issue, motherfucker, don't put your arm around Bret Hart. And the motherfucker did it in front of me. That's why I say it. But anyway, you know, I uh, hope it doesn't close. This two hundredth episode isn't doesn't feel that. That's special. It feels to, very yeah. no, but but you know what? You know been, what, yeah. Mario? But, by the way, this is not the two hundredth episode. This is the two hundredth episode that we've kept count of because <laughs> we've done we've no, done no, no. other I things. I said that on the start of the show. You missed yeah. it. I said to the show, we've done more than two hundred episodes, but this is like the flagship show. Yeah, so this yeah. Two hundredth so, episode. So, but this is what I mean, and 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 I usually let you put the the name of the show right, but I mm-hmm. think if we're gonna name this show, it should be called Common Sense. Because again, I was you, thinking of that. Because because you have people on on Instagram, on Facebook, on social media, actively promoting hate, and they're fine. Actively mm-hmm. taking. You remember a couple of uh, months ago when uh, Tony Khan, God bless his his heart, uh, he needs to stay off of Twitter. When somebody at him, and they were like, "Hey, thank you for demonetizing my my YouTube videos." And then Tony Khan responds to him, which he had all the right to do. He goes, sure, buddy. I spent $2.4 million a month producing this so you can get a couple of thousand. I mean, he was right in that, you know? Mm -hmm. But again, but you have people out there that are actively doing this. and, and, And I give you all the props in the world because you always make sure that we don't get a strike. You always make sure that whatever we're putting out there, you give credit to. There's times where I've told you, hey, we need to put the Lucha Outsiders logo on the bottom right. And you've told me no, because we're taking that picture from somebody else and we're going to give them credit. So you got to give credit where credit is due. And it's common sense, bro. But apparently this five way, 
that that struck a nerve with Instagram. And this fireway no, that's I, gonna happen tonight in Triple A in Triple Mania, man, you want to talk about offensive? You look at that fireway. So, so First, the, bro, the more the more stop. that I think about it, right? And and it's funny because the more that I think about it, the more I'm like, these motherfuckers are stupid. So, from what they sent to you, right? What Instagram wants to know is that you, Mario Martinez, are Lucha Outsider Show, right? But you have all these other fake accounts. That MJF one on fucking Facebook, which MJF has gone on record to say, I have nothing to do with that fucker. He's got over 2 million followers, and we know it's not him, and he's still writing like if he's MJF, and they let it go. I, I don't get it, dude. And the thing is, that same post that, that yeah. allegedly took us down on Instagram, it's on our Facebook as well. Yeah, and it's there. It's, it's up late, there now. But it's just... I'm going to get pissed off again, so let's let's wrap this up. Um, the, so, our boy so how, Renato Hidrobo saying common sense and personal risk assessment is what people are missing. So, um, <laughs> can we skip the, the plugs and just end the show? No, we're going to give a couple of plugs. It's just not going to be our usual thing, but uh, some health cleaning news real quick. So next week, there will be no show, okay? I'll be in Baltimore, Maryland for oh, Ring of Honor's final, final battle. If you do see me, say what's up to me. Don't shake my uh, hand. Just don't be a peckerhead. If you're annoying, I will ignore you. But if you do see me, say what's up, whatever. We could chop it up. Uh, now, this is the 200th episode, okay? But in two weeks, we're going to give you two episodes in a weekend. Both Saturday morning, Sunday morning. It's the 2021 Lucci Awards. Where we'll be breaking down. Woo! Okay? Woo! Breaking down. Live on Instagram. Oh, Male wrestler of the year, female wrestler of the year, tag team of the year, breakout star of the year, match of the year, event of the year, and my personal favorite, congratulations, you played yourself of the year. And we're going to break these awards down, the top 10 of each category, both Saturday morning, Sunday morning. It's too big for just one award show, people. Uh, the the nice. sippies. Remember <laughs> the sippies. Congratulations, you play yourself. Um, can we add uh, honorable mention for Instagram for taking our page down? Can we add them on there? We listen. Depending <laughs> on what happens uh, in the next twenty-four, yeah. forty-eight hours, that might have to make our list. Okay? All right, I made one. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> I contributed to the show. <laughs> that that might be uh that that you uh that might be making our list depending on what happens in the next twenty-four, forty-eight hours. Me and Ryan are finalizing the list. Uh, we we kind of, for the most part, I think we need to probably figure out like two more categories when it comes to top ten. But we've been working together finalizing the list, so we'll have all that in two weeks when we do the 2021 Luchis. Ryan, this will be your Luchis debut. How do you feel, bro? Yeah, man, I'm ready for it, man. I've been uh going over the list that you've been sending over. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun two days. I'm looking forward to it. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it should be exciting, man. Uh, but Ryan, give me your plugs. I think your plugs are gonna be, well, not on your end, but uh, yeah, you just Ryan. give me your plugs. <laughs> at Lucha Outsiders on Twitter and at the Wrestling Radar on YouTube. Subscribe. <laughs> oh man, this is fucking depressing. Leo, Hit the music. No. <laughs> That's it. We Leo. got nothing else to plug. <laughs> we we it should just do like Ryan, give me your plugs. Like give the plugs, and then all of a sudden the music hits, and it's like, all right, and stay too sweet. <laughs> Cut the show. Cut the feed. 
<laughs> if we keep doing this and they keep shutting us down, that's literally what we're going to have to go to. Ready to since 87, Leo Vilches on Facebook, and that's it. <laughs> what the fuck, man? This, is uh, fu- this fucking uh, sucks, bro. This fucking sucks. Steve Jordan uh, says he needs a Lucha Outsiders t-shirt or baseball cap. Hey, you can go to LuchaOutsiders.com. There's my plug for today. LuchaOutsiders.com where you can get any of our merch uh, and uh, you can support the brand. You better get that shit quick before that shit gets taken down, too. <laughs> And, All right. and we don't have a shop anymore. <laughs> so you can follow my personal page at Rated R since 87, but make sure you follow us at Lucha Outsiders on Twitter and Facebook, not Instagram, because they took down our page. So we don't know what's going to happen here. So make sure you follow us on Facebook and on Twitter for updates on what's happening with the Instagram situation. We are hoping and praying we do get our IG page back if but if that does not happen unfortunately we're gonna have to start from scratch which i don't want don't that to say happen that. uh but stop putting that into gotta, the universe we're not restarting we will get this back listen Other man points. i don't want that to happen either but i also got to be realistic and you know worst case scenario that could happen hopefully that does not happen but it's uh, not gonna sure happen you- Make sure you follow us on Facebook and you make sure you follow us on Twitter. Um, if you miss anything or everything on today's episode, make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast version of the show. iTunes, SoundCloud, Money, Fantasy, Apple Podcasts, Tune on the Low Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast needs. Remember, next week there will be no show, but the final two shows of the year will be the 2021 Lucci Awards, where we break down all the awards that I just mentioned. And that is it, guys. Renato, you can watch Triple A on Fight TV. Triple uh, A. Get it there. Um, they, they have it both on Spanish commentary and English commentary. So check out Fight TV if you want to watch Triple Mania tonight. Hell yeah! And I tell you this, Triple A has been doing some good shit lately. Yeah, dude. Yeah, um, yeah I know we've w- been saying it's a random main event, which cost us our IG page, but I, I think it's gonna be a great uh, pay per view. <laughs> Renato says, after all this controversy, I want to see what the hype is about. No, and... and uh, what controversy? Well, us oh, getting oh, our page. Oh, okay, got it, come I on, got it. Come on, Mark. So the reason why IG took our page down, that's the controversy. <laughs> no, but but you know what? AAA has stepped up their game. Um, you know, I've always been a big proponent of AAA, and uh, and sometimes they shit the bed. But uh, hopefully Conan gets it back on track again. Yeah, dude. Uh, I think Conan Conan has a great mind for the business, man. And he's another guy that's very open to working with all these different promotions, which that's what he said on this uh, on this article, the Sports Illustrated uh, reported. So, you know, him working with AEW and then uh, the Ring of Honor GCW connections and obviously Impact and MLW. So he's open with all these promotions working together. And I think that's a great model. No, of course. No. And, and, and fun fact, he's not Mexican. He's Cuban. Yeah, he's not even Mexican. He's Cuban. You're absolutely right. He just talks like a Mexican. He talks like a he talks like a cholo. Yeah, well, come on. He, he spent most of his life in Mexico. Conan is a great guy. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> so, but and thanks to Steve Jordan, he already put the LuchaOutsiders.com, so you guys can go to the shop. Dale. All right. For the old man Leo. Yeah. For our double Ryan Radar. I am yours truly, Mr. Radar. Until next time, keep it Radar and stay too sweet. Let's hope we get this Instagram page back, people. Woo! Oh my God! That's all I had. I didn't have the fucking kiss and shit, so. <laughs> that worked.
That's all I have, bro. <laughs> that works. 